If nobody turned that one steer the four times you ran that night, you didn't get a turn in. You just didn't get to row. <laughs> when the heck loans you $30,000 to go rodeo? What are you talking about? We get done. We're like, this sucks. We're still going to do it. I, I can't stand it. So I just go up to him and I, I am like, is there something wrong with your brain? So we're officially hey, going. Unoffendable. You know, yeah, that that is our that really is our man. The name of the podcast is the Flatbed Podcast, and the reason it's for that is <laughs> Flatbed is like my habit. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the Flatbed Podcast, brought to you as always by Classic Ropes and Equinity Products. We recorded this podcast before the Rancho Rio sale, and I'm recording this after. They have now topped the sale two years in a row. Uh, Rody and Brooke Wilson have just kind of taken the horse sale game to a whole new level. It was really cool to get to hear how they got where they are. You know, the, the vision and the idea of what they have for their business and the horse sales. Cool people doing a great job. You can be a part of the Flatbed Podcast distribution team. Just kidding. We just need you to rate and review. Check out TeamEquinity.com. Equinity Horse XL has eight amino acids to promote cellular repair. No fillers, no sugars, no starches, no soy, no loading dose. I could not believe the difference it made in my horse in a short period of time. We're talking a few days, but wait until you see what it'll do in a month. Yeah, we're just we're just audio because usually people come in from riding horses and they're dirty and so we look like this. Yeah, yeah. we get almost uh, zero female participation when we say there's video. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, uh, Rody and Brooke Wilson. I feel like this is a name that I mean I I knew like I said I, I feel like maybe I knew kind of of you in college and things like that going back, and then there's about a 20 year gap of silence. I don't know what you guys were up to, and then all of a sudden here in the last. Maybe you tell me, has it been maybe the two or three years all of a sudden with the horse sale deal? Or is it more than that? Is this our fourth or fifth year fourth? at Rancho? Yeah. And that was really what kicked it off. You yeah. feel like that's where it started? The first year mm-hmm. we came to Rancho, we came for th- this week. We came yep. for the NTR finals. That was back whenever it started with like a 13. Yep. yep. And we were here for the 13 yep. and stayed for the sale. And, of course, as soon as the sale's over, we leave, you know. Do you got you guys didn't have a place out here at that point. You were just hanging out. No, we just hung out and and had some friends from home, uh, stayed at their place, and then the next year got to stay for a week or so. The next year stayed for a couple of weeks. Next year stayed for maybe a, a month, month, but maybe a little more than a month. And then kind of you're like, you know, all right, is like, hey, this is, and the whole time we were it never rained at home. Uh, never wasn't nothing to do at home you know for for what we did so here's here's what here's where we are what was the because i would say you guys are in the obviously at the top right now the horse sale deal and chris young was in here he's from east texas i was raised in fort worth so my background with horse sales growing up was if you buy a horse at an auction you might get like a bucket a goat and a lead rope thrown in right Mm -hmm. like it's pay somebody 10 bucks to ride them through the ring no Mm -hmm. questions asked all sales are final you never know what you're getting yeah that was my experience with horse sales now you fast forward to now and it's it, do you think that this is a trend that's just gotten hot or do you think this is the new way to buy horses? I think it's the new way to buy horses. I mean, it's, it's easy. Everybody puts everything they have out in front of you. Social media has changed the game. For sure. And, and we, we do our homework and put everything together. I mean, there's everything you want to see on my rancho horse. I have three 10 minute videos yeah. out there of different jackpots and ropings and you name it. Which one of you guys is the social media person? 
me. You do all that? Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me Rody's not the social media no, guy? No, <laughs> He gets on there and checks everything out, but that's yeah. it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the video. I do, I do, a, lot of the, a, lot of I do a lot of the video. You'll hold the camera around I do then? a lot of the video. One bit. <laughs> so there's, was there a point, was there like a moment where you guys went, hey, we're all of a sudden we're one of the players, or did it just gradually feel like it just kind of gradually built, or is there a, a defining, hey, this is, what, I think, what we're going to do? I think f- as far as head horses go, even probably our second year at Rancho when we sold Vegas, the buckskin, it just was easy for us. Yeah. And I, I think because maybe our horses have a certain look, they all work the same. They got the way I want them to appear. And, and with me, it you know, a girl riding them, I think that changes right. it a little bit. Um, people aren't as intimidated to come talk to me as they might be roadie or, or ride his horses. Right. Okay, so that's a question because Rodia, you're you're a higher numbered healer, higher numbered header, and here's what I'm, because I got a sale, I got a horse in the sale this year's first time, and I, I hate it. I am like nervous. I despise this process. I thought maybe I'd like it. I don't. If it goes good, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> but I can get on a horse and I know what I can expect out of them, mm-hmm. and I've done this long enough now that I kind of know where all the buttons are. The fear that you have when you sell a horse to the public because you don't get to go comb through the people and go, no, no, no. Okay. You can buy them. Okay. Not you. How do you, how do you navigate that? Because I know there's going to be stuff that you can make a horse do. Is there a nervousness of like, man, I'm about to sell a horse to somebody that doesn't have that ability. Oh, absolutely. So first off, what we do is we try to welcome, I mean, we do welcome them to come try them. We, we want them to come try them. We want them to come ride them, vet check them, do all the stuff. Uh, we try to fit the horse to the rider. You know, we want them to ask all the questions and to be honest with us and tell them what level of roper they are, you know, if they're calling over the phone to, to let us know what what level of roper they are. And then we will aim them to the horse that they need. And then, like I said, to come try them. And, and, and we may tell them, hey, this horse is too much. Or there's some horses that we have that say, hey, this horse isn't enough. You know, we may have a... <laughs> a higher number guy say, Hey, I'm looking for a horse that I want to ride in the 14s to the opens. And we may say this horse is not enough for you. Right. And, and, and that's perfectly fine. And I mean, and that horse still, there's still people that, that need a horse from the 12 down. Right. You know, so we try to get those horses to where anybody can ride them. I mean, to where, if how the, do you, okay. That, I guess that's my question is how do you, how do you get one? Is it just in the horse when you buy them, or is it something that you guys do to them to get them where they're usable for anybody? We we don't try to ever let them get too aggressive, and and that was something we had to learn the hard way. Being a, a higher number healer is hard to get. It's hard to win on a horse that isn't pretty aggressive. Right. Well, and, and, and so then, I mean, and if you're selling to the public, your job becomes to dumb one down. Exactly. You know, to take them below their potential, which has been the opposite <clears throat> of what we've tried, like our whole lives growing up, trying to get the most out of one. So then you go and, and, and then you want to come to Wickenburg and you want to go try to win on a horse that <laughs> that isn't pretty aggressive. Right. And and, and you're not going to, I mean, it's, it's right, right next to impossible to do, sure. uh, you know, so... It's hard enough. I mean, it's hard enough to win anyway. Oh, when you're mismatched one way or the other. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's it's the toughest that that. I mean, anywhere you go. I mean, yeah. it's it it is it is tough. It's a horse race. 
to yeah. win. I mean, the, yeah. the the cattle are strong. The the get out. I mean, it is a World Series get out, but it's still a, a tough setup. The the steers are strong, but I don't blame the the. I mean, the steers cost what they cost. I mean, I know what roping steers cost. I mean, we keep right. fifty to seventy five practice steers around. Really, you know. I mean, we we rope M branded Mexican roping steers that cost eight fifty around. I yeah, mean, I know what they cost, and then when they're done with them, they're they're worth next to nothing. I mean, we we kind of have an out for them, and and so shout out to the ten seventeen project. Do you guys know what that is? Yes. Okay. So when they are worth next to nothing, somebody can donate them for like full tax value, right. you know. And so I'm giving a little yeah. like a shameless plug here. If anybody's right. listening, that's been that was the whole business model is like, hey, you get done with their open steer, they're worth this to sell, or on paper they're worth this to donate, and right. that's been. But but to your yep. point, you you're not making money on them. Absolutely. I mean, you're not a guy's they not buying one for eight fifty and going for fifteen hundred when you're done with them. Yeah. I mean, you're you're giving it all back. So so back to it. I mean, how how do you you dumb them down? But but like at home, we we go make good runs on them, but we try not to ever let them get super aggressive but we also try to make it to where you can win on them yeah at the same time and and you know be like i said being a, a higher number healer it's it's tough to to kick across the pin and yes, keep roping left-handed so it doesn't make like your too free and and not you know as soon as they get legal you're wanting to yeah, throw it right and then you got some say a number four healer Call and say, "Hey, I want to come try your heel horse," and you're like, "He's just um, like squeaking around the corner." I don't think you can ride him, so yeah. I, you know. So it, it's 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 tough. So we we have mainly stuck to head horses. We I've kind of we come to Rancho Rio the first year, and I brought a great heel horse. I mean, I basically raised him, bought him as a two year old, and we ranch rodeo a lot at home. Um, run lots and lots of wheat pasture cattle are you still doing that are you still doing the wheat lots, pasture cattle deal uh don't do the wheat pasture cattle deal anymore it's just it it's droughted out i mean it, it hasn't droughted completely out but it just it hasn't rained and so yeah. it's just it's it's real seasonal yeah so anyway that is basically what has basically drove us to arizona we just ran out of something to do there yeah and so anyway the winters in arizona are definitely better than the winners in the panhandle of texas yeah well in fairness the winners here are better than anywhere in maybe Absolutely. the whole world this right. is the greatest place in the whole For world sure. um so anyway well, whenever we would ship our wheat cattle we'd run i mean there wasn't nothing to do anyway so we decided just to come out here but i brought my very best heel horse out here and i mean he brought half right of what the head horse brought. yeah right and so anyway when we left the, that was the second year we mm-hmm. came. Mm-hmm. When we left, I told Brooke, I said, never again will we ever sell another heel horse. Right. We're done. Right. Mainly um, head horses only. Therefore, do we 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 have heel horses at home? Well, and that's the thing. You're never going to get completely away from heel horses right. because if you're making head horses, you have them. Yep. So we, the first thing we look for is size, and yes, we have we keep anywhere from sixty to eighty head of horses year round goodness and how do you guys get them around real quick i don't mean to interrupt but how do you guys move them around you're like all right we're going to texas what's that process four rigs five rigs yeah we've got i mean no like kidding. right now we've got 28 head of horses in arizona it's three days before rancho rio we're leaving at two or three o'clock sunday morning right after the sale we've no got kidding 30 head of roping steers 35 head of roping steers and we've got <laughs> four trailers here mm-hmm. and needing 
to try to find a ride for we <laughs> we've got it all we need we've got six horses we need to find a ride for because we thought we sold a trailer actually and it's going to Idaho. I mean, you guys are like you guys are like the circus back in the day when they put them on oh, the train yeah. and like yeah. you see the draft head sticking up out of the top. Oh yeah, convoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we have made three or four trips back and forth to Texas. Where's um, where in the Panhandle area? Canyon. And then how far is that from here? Uh, it's about eleven hours. Eleven. So it's, I mean, it's it, a day. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's not, not twenty four hours or anything not, like that. We've made it. Uh, so many times this year, it seems like we can drive it in our sleep. But yeah. just put it in the ruts and let it you take bet. you there. Yeah. <laughs> so the head horse deal—that's pretty much the business. Like, if you were to describe, yeah. you know, the Wilson Cattle Company business model, it's making the yeah. best head horses. And are you guys making horses for sales now, or are you making them for the public and then you place based on what you got, then deciding what goes to what sale? We know what we're putting in sales a year out i know what i'm bringing to rancho rio next year really yep and i've already hauled that horse to vegas this year okay and roped on them won the riata buckle on on the one i'm bringing next year i mean we we are so structured it's a I long have a term list. yep i have a list we go to level and the four sales with steve friskip uh we go to the some of the premier sales we like to go to the turner sale and i've got a list of everything we're going to and what we're taking and yeah. And it's pretty structured. I try to get pictures done plenty of time in advance. We keep videos going nonstop. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Normally one of us is filming the other doing yeah. something. And and I just save it, put it in a folder. And it may be two years before we sell that horse, but I've got videos of us doing what we do. Well, and, and not to that degree, but when we start, when I started thinking about putting horses in sales, I kind of looked at what I had and I, I felt like to a smaller degree, I felt like I had horses based on what I understood of the sales, mm-hmm. um, not a year out, you know, cause I wasn't, I didn't think I was going to put anything in sales even up until like this fall, but right. having done it now, as long as you guys have, do you have a pretty good sense of what's going to sell best and where? Yep. Yeah. We, have yeah, a good we, idea. we, I mean, we, bring the best our very best head horses to rancho rio this is the best the, place for your best the horses. very best of the best and we always take a very very good one to steve friskip to level in that is our backyard i, I mean i tell every, everybody i mean i've we get calls a lot you know hey i've got a horse where's the best place to take them i mean i say level in texas i mean they're like well that's just a you know a it's the Clovis sale is what it is. Well, right. And for a long time, like I think as a kid, that was just kind of like where just, just horses went. Yeah. Yeah. Trader. And, yeah. Okay, yeah. And it, it seems like maybe that's not and the reputation anymore. No, it's not. And and like I tell everybody, it's in our backyard. So we have to, I mean, I'm going to take a good one no matter what. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, if I, I feel like not being arrogant about it, but I'm not going to, we're not going to sell a bad one. Right. Try not to. Right. I mean, um, so real quick though, what do you do when you get about it? Cause you're going to have horses that come through. That's like, Oh my gosh, this sucks. What, right. then what do you do? We, because, because here you guys have a reputation. You're right. like an up and coming business model. I think, I really think that the world is kind of observing what Ty's doing at Rancho, what they're, mm-hmm. you know, these sales, like they're kind of this emerging thing and you guys are a big part of that. And so what you don't want to do is like, yeah, yeah I bought this son of a gun from the Wilsons and look For at this sure. piece of crap. And so right. how do you get out of one? So, um, you know, there, there's been some horses that like, like I've bought some horses in the past that from some guys that wasn't what they told me they were. And like, I've just, 
just got rid of them. Just whatever I could get for them, and most of them lose money. Yeah. You know, I just buy them over the phone because the guy tells me, oh, this is what they are. And, and you're thinking, oh, he's a good horse. This guy tells me he's a good horse. Mm-hmm. So I buy them, and, and you get home, and you look at them, and, and you can tell. So I just get rid of them. And Brooke puts that guy's name in a folder the same way she puts <laughs> yeah, horses. Yeah, absolutely. Right, yeah, I, I, I save them my phone as do not buy. <laughs> but now now I've I've just tell people, hey, if if they're what you say they are, I, I'm, I mean, I'm all in. I mean, right. we, we are looking for horses Sure. I mean, I am always in the market for a horse. How old on a deal like that? How old is too old? What's the number? Gosh, I just don't think. We like to buy them. I mean, I we like to buy them at from two to to four years old. I mean, we'll we'll buy a five or six year old, but I mean, when they're eight, they're they're gone. Right. Yeah. Now. I mean, so you guys kind of like that maturity age track somewhere like kind of same same age the maturity people are looking for. Yes. Um. We're we're we don't. We don't do the futurity, not that, and, and, and I'm, I like the futurity. There's nothing, there's nothing, I don't have anything against the futurity at all. I mean, Rody, it's, it's a Rody, great. In fairness, if people could do what you guys are doing with the sales, they wouldn't do the futurity. Like, I, I think everybody would understand. You're like, I don't do the futurity. Yeah, no kidding. Look what you guys are doing everywhere else. It's, I mean, it's that, that deal, I tip my hat to them. I mean, yeah. that deal is tough. Yeah. And so anyway, um. We just made a, I mean, there's a, a, a really good friend of ours that, that helped us along and, and, and he just said when they were eight years old, they were gone and it, and it helps our young horses so yeah, much. We right, ride. right. You're not I going mean, to the old dependable yeah, ones every day. And yeah. Anyway, so. Who was the friend that told you that? TJ Roberts. Shout he, out TJ Roberts. Yep. yep. TJ Roberts told us that. And, he and managed at the, time, the Tongue River. Yeah. Oh, okay. He managed yep. the Tongue River Ranch and. He was selling horses off the ranch before before before. it was cool he was selling you know 40 to 60 thousand dollar horses before before that was cool the best the best heel horse outside horse we've had this year was a tongue river horse and 45 days after we got him he'd never healed they rope cattle on the pasture stuff on him he's a stud for the ro ranch the blue yep Yep. And I was there the day they bought that horse at Tongue River. Really? Yep. So we were there. I, the day I, I'm going to tell you right now, and and no part of this is an exaggeration. 45 days from the day he got to my place, and they never roped steer in the arena on him. They showed him at the maturity, and he did pretty good. 45 days, and T- like you said, T.J. Roberts sold that horse. No kidding. Yep. yep. That's a good sucker. Really yep. good horse. Yep. He's cool because he's got like the cool looking tee on him. He's blue yep. and he comes oh, off yeah. like an old famous ranch. So her her own is is a Tongue River horse. That's the one that's going to mm-hmm. Rancho. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really? So he's got the tee on his head. Oh yeah. No kidding. Yep. Awesome. So anyway, so that's um, a good point. I, I like what you said to that. That is what keeps you guys going back and getting on the young ones because they're never as much fun as like your good solid seven eight year olds. And right. so they're not as much fun, but I look forward to it. I look forward to selling my good roan this weekend and then being able to start over on a five-year-old that we we've had around that we started see what they are yeah get, we started a, they can be. a betty's a cat today um first time we'd ever opened in the arena on him you know jalen eldridge works for us full-time now does jalen does brooke does jalen look like a skinnier version of roadie to you I mean, he could be his dad yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and they act just alike too and i have my hands full with both of them. so anyway back to this um yeah we have a three or four year old he's four four year old we bought him as a two-year-old betty's a cat Riata eligible. Um, do you guys look for those kind of incentives? Like, yeah, does that help you guys yes. get sold? The Riata does big for us yeah, right it's, now. That's kind of what we're 
we aim towards the Riata stuff. Um, but like today, very first ones out of the box, he probably run six or eight on him. They and were so good. Yeah, I mean, horse worked absolutely great. I mean, just some slow Wouldn't be able to tell it was his first day. I mean. Is he had some outside stuff before yes. today? Yes, so the, you know, we, we met you at the sale the other day and the, the couple that was yep. following us around. Yep. Um, Tana and Travis Alcorn. Right. Helps us swear, a little bit. I swear, I felt so weird, but I swear I, I know her from somewhere. Yeah. And I hate asking, like, don't we know? And her answer's like, no. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'm weird. But anyway, sorry. Shout out so, to Tana. Apparently, we're not friends, but I thought we were. <laughs> so anyway, Travis has helped us for a long time. And, he, you know, great friends. But he he's rode that horse for a month or so and, and, and you know, just ropes the lead steer on him. And anyway. So, a real, so real quick, help me understand. You guys will leave here the day after the sale. You go back to Canyon. What does life look like from then until you guys come back to Arizona? Because the wheat pasture deal is kind of not great. Um, is it just doing what you're doing every day at your place there? We'll go brand a bunch. Anytime we can get these horses outside, that's what right. we go and do. If uh, some people have cattle turned out on wheat that just need help going and doctoring now, them. Now, instead of doing our we, – we have a couple of little – deals of wheat of our own that we plant every year just some little small pastures of wheat that it hadn't rained enough in the last couple of years for it to come up but we'll turn a few calves of our own out just mainly to go outside and rope just mm-hmm. for fun um <laughs> it's but, like people baiting deer in that's yeah. exactly that's exactly <laughs> what it is uh, a couple of years ago we got home and i would go push them up to water and brooke, brooke just got a drone and I would drive them up there to water, and I would cut one out and go rope and tie him down, and we'd, she was, dr- you know, videoing with the drone. Great footage. It's and great. so yeah. then we'd do that two or three times, and I would literally lope back to the barn, trade horses. <laughs> I mean, back. it was just like we're in the arena. <laughs> yeah. and, and by the time I'd get back, they would kind of be wandering off, you know, and I'd go get around them again. I mean, we did that three or four days, you know. I mean, you I, bet. And so, so you'll still do some of that, like, just contract for other people, yeah, help them with A little bit. Yeah, now, now I'll call, I've got a buddy, a couple of buddies at home that – still run some cattle and and we may call them say hey we're home you know call us when y'all have some fresh calves and and we'll come help doctor i mean we don't expect to get paid or nothing like that just we'll come help rope and doctor and do the fun stuff and and then of course brandon season will start and and there's two or three big ranches around there we'll help brand and then what ranch what ranches do you guys help uh we're we help the lx ranch there in amarillo I've, i've helped them uh basically my whole life and they uh they used to pull the wagon out and do it old school i mean you stayed out there in a tp and and i mean i've i've been out there and roughed it and the whole deal and stayed out on the wagon they don't do that anymore they don't they don't do it anymore (laughs) so they've they've outgrown that and then um anyway we help them and we still go help the tongue river ranch and go down there and stay that's a lot of fun we love it's fun yeah we rope down there with them and Bubba Smith's the new manager down there, and we're great friends with him. And, and so the the sale, I wish I should know this, but is the sale season primarily like this time of year, spring, early in the year, or do you guys have sales you're building towards in the fall too? Pretty much year round. We after Rancho, we're done until May, and then we've got three in May, and then we're done until August. So May to August is kind of a it's big pretty, gap. What slow. what sales are in May? We'll go to Oklahoma City. And then we'll go to the Western Heritage Classic, which is a ranch horse sale in Abilene, Texas. Yep. 
and then we'll go back to Leveland, Texas the next weekend. Yeah, so you guys already know in advance, yep. like a year They're in advance, all those sales. Signed and everything for, tell for me, the May stuff. Tell me what character, because I, I can tell you what my reasonings were, but I don't even know if they were right. But what do you, what differences bring about different horses? Like what, is it the culture of the sale? Is it the culture of the buyers? Is it, um, how do you determine what's going where? Yeah, I mean, there's a certain type of horse that you want to take to the cowgirl. So flashy, super gentle, uh, same with League of Legends. We'll take a pretty good rope horse uh, to the League of Legends and, and build rope on them for a few days. Um, Rancho Rio, I mean, you want your A number one to go do you, there. Do you feel like that the team roping IQ is higher at Rancho? What I mean by that is my concern has always been somebody watches and they get really impressed because, like, the horse I'm bringing this year is just stunning. He's black and beautiful. And my fear is somebody's going to watch and go, heck, yeah, I'm buying that one. I want him because he's but, black. But I would also hope that there's enough IQ of somebody watching going, I could ride that one or I couldn't ride that one. And that takes a certain amount of, like, knowledge of what we do. Right. Do you feel like that that's higher at Rancho? I think I think overall it, it could be about the same um, because the internet bidding has changed the game sure as, as much as social media has so people from North Carolina call and yeah and they right. know what's going on and it, you know if they'll call and talk to us just like Rody said they they're smart they know the difference and they know what they want um, as long as they're not buying more than they need you know, do you tell is that a is that an awkward conversation when someone says I like your horse and you have to tell them like you you wouldn't if you bought him? <laughs> yeah, I, I try to tell everybody what I don't like about him. Yeah, you know, I, I'm very you know, if if he wants to get a little strong here or I, I'm going to tell you exactly what I right. my personal right. opinion of the horse is. You may get on him and think, oh, that ain't nothing. Right. But that's my personal opinion, and I have a certain feel that I want the head my head horses to do sure and if they don't do that then let somebody know before they buy. yeah exactly. well by, by the time this airs obviously rancho is going to be ancient right. history this is going to be a while right. but that's been just full transparency that's been my concern is like this is a horse that i'm selling i've had i had him for four years and rodeoed on him he was awesome yeah uh i sold him to a low, lower numbered guy he got along with him fine but he had a bunch of horses and wasn't riding him so when they called and asked i was like man i know just what horse i want like i went and picked that one out right. i did we're about to introduce you to the companies that make this podcast possible. You guys check out LoneStar.tv. It's a church that speaks your language, can be attended from anywhere. Randy and Darla have a personal mission to make people that are unable to attend geographically still feel like they're a part of the, the core group of what happens at Lone Star Cowboy Church. It's the most successful cowboy church in the nation. Huge vision, huge mission, great at loving people, doing a fantastic job with their online audience. If you guys can, check it out at LoneStar.tv. You guys, we're all trying to figure out a way to make our feed more efficient. We're never going to see the price of hay drop to what we want to spend. So what we do is we make our feed more efficient, and that is exactly what's happening at Midwest Agra. Beet pulp pellets are making a difference in the way that we feed, the way that our horses perform. It's a super fiber. It's cheap. It's available. Check them out. Midwest Agra. Like, I went and picked that one out. Right. I didn't, I mean, I wanted to sell that horse at this sale. And... I, you know, you feed him up and you got him on all the stuff and lights and the whole deal. And he looks great and he has gotten stronger. And so, you know, I, I put in the ad, I'm like, man, you could ride this horse all the way to the seven, the seven ropings. And I, I mean, at the time 
It yep. was it was the truth. Right. My concern is somebody's going to read that, and now by the time because I mean he's fat yeah, and are. full and right. like he's breathing fire. I've been riding him at the 15s and the 16s. Yep. You know, and and so. So what you, what we do is is go in there and we tell Steve Friskup exactly. You know, hey, this horse is he's full contact. He's all there and right. You know, and just kind of call it. As yeah. it is. I mean, you're, does you're that not, does that help having a relationship with Steve, like knowing him as well as you do? Absolutely. I mean, I think I think the world is Steve anyhow. I mean, he's a good. He's, he's a good hazer in the moment. Yeah, kind of tell people what exactly. what's here. And he's so good with how to explain it to the general public. Yeah, he's right. So good with words. Yeah, and, good and communicator. That makes a big difference. Tell me a little bit, because like it's so easy for people to see someone in a cool spot and go, "Man, I'd love to be in their position," right? But there's obviously a lifetime of work that went into this how did you what's your what's your background in all of this how where'd you start as far as the horse world um i've always i grew up my parents had a little preconditioning yard uh background in cattle and took care of outside cattle and so i've always you know helped do that and we've always taken care of outside cattle we've always rode horses um, growing up, we never did buy any horses, uh, always rode outside horses, you know, for the public and rode some horses for two different ranches in Wyoming. And they would send trailer loads of horses down for us to ride. And they always waited till they were like four or five years old. And they were be, I mean, I remember like not broke. No. And they're Not four or five? Four or five years old. Why would you keep a client like that? Because, <laughs> I mean. Because they send a lot of them? Yeah, well, when you're young, I mean, you know, that's just the way yeah. we were. I mean, that's just the way we yeah. were. Hey, maybe we could have a talk. Like, I love you're sending all these horses. <laughs> what if, and I'm just spitballing, what if we were to send two-year-olds? Like, right. what? how does oh, yeah. that hit you? What does that do there, for you? Back in the old days, they just, I say old days. I mean, back in the <laughs> Way back in 90s, ancient history in yeah, 2000. Back in the 90s, I guess. They just, they thought if they waited till they were four or five when you got them broke. They thought they could just go all day then. Right. Know? So they, and, and that, and I guess that my dad and I were just dumb enough. We were the dumb ones that, that would ride them, you know. <laughs> and so they might send four to six at a time, and we would ride them, and they would give us two of them. Oh, you know? okay. So then they, we would send the other ones home. And that's how we got our horses. Who got know? to pick which ones left? Oh, of course. they and, and, and we were the probably the dummies. You know, we would tell them the best four and off they go and then yeah, <laughs> then they would leave us the other ones you know no it, we got some good great horses out of the deal and so that that's what we did and and i rodeoed i rope calves growing up um my dad roped calves and trip steers and didn't team rope a whole whole lot and then i team roped a little bit but mainly rope calves uh went to college college really wasn't to for me I mean, how how was the college years because what i remember here's what i remember because i went to school in hobbs is roadie ropes really good don't ever fight him like that was just that was about it like ropes really good don't get a fight with him so so other than that so that's that's all i know going into it but like just what little i've known like what was the college experience like i went started at big spring uh went to college at big spring went for one semester hated it uh, just just didn't like it. So went home at semester and told my dad, I said, hey, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to school. Dad, I got good news and bad news. And his exact words, he said, we well, better get some warm socks because you're going with me in the morning. <laughs> and I said, okay, I tell you what, I think I'll go to Level Land 
and enroll and go to the intercession class and go through the winter break so I can get eligible. Right, to, right, right. So I could rodeo. Of course, right. that's all you wanted to do. Yeah, you got, that, that never made sense. And I did the same dumb thing. You go to school all year to go to 10 rodeos that yeah. are not even great rodeos. It's just people your age. But yeah. I, how they trick kids into that every single year <laughs> is beyond so, me. So then I, I did that. Um, went to Level Land. Who I was coaching at Level Land when you were there? Josh Crow. Yep. Yep, yep. It was the first year that uh, they had the rodeo team at Level Land. Well, they kind of went, like, from zero to all in right yep, there. Yep. Like, they were all of a sudden, they just, like, yep. scholarships and the facilities and the whole yep. deal. So now I think it's even bigger. I mean, of course, I went for two years, the first couple of years, and then and then after that, I just, you know, I, I could care less about the college rodeo and the college wasn't for me. I just wanted to – I wanted to ride horses. And, and mainly, I just wanted to go to work. I mean, yeah. I, I, I love to – I mean, I I love to do what I mean. I amateur rodeoed quite a bit. Who'd uh, you rodeo with? Just kind of whoever roped with Corey Bramwell a little bit. I roped with Josh Patton a little bit. Um, just kind of Jed Middleton. Um, oh, just, Jed. Oh yeah, just kind of whoever. I mean, Jed I, and Colby roped together that year that I was out there. Oh yeah. I'm telling you what, it was wild. I, that was, I a ranch wild, that was the wild, maybe the wildest college rodeo team in history. <laughs> I ranch rodeoed with Jed and Colby. A little bit and so anyway um just went to work for for some people there in Hereford used to take care of eight or ten thousand head of wheat pasture cattle had a great deal um when you say and I'm, I've always been curious about this because I've worked with people that have had you know eight or ten thousand calves a year and like big operations and they're mm-hmm. always spread out mm-hmm. and so you get a sense that there's a lot of cows but you don't ever see them in the same place at once do you ever have times when when you're doing eight or ten thousand head on wheat pasture where you get to get an idea of how many that is? Because that's just a hard number to wrap my mind around. Is there ever a time when they're in the same vicinity so you can see? We we had some pasture. We had one pasture that was five sections under one fence, and we would run about thirty five hundred head in that one pasture, and. And it was, I mean, that was pretty cool to gather that one pasture. Yeah, get to see them all in one spot. Yeah, to get to see them all. But that that deal was all kind of one spot. And then then I still have some cow trucks. At one time, I I owned five cow trucks. So I did all the... the Do they say Wilson on the front of the trailer? They do. Yes. They do. (laughs) So so here's, I'm just going to say this on here so everybody else can hear it. I'm wanting to sell two of them I've shout got, out bull haulers there you we've go. got I'm you to sell two of them and and i've got one that still is pretty cool today but i'm wanting to redo it and brooke is so totally against it doesn't want to what a waste of money. listen hold on no, wait a minute in <laughs> fairness how cool would it be rancho rio sale you guys pull up in a bull wagon you've got oh a trailer God. that's been decked out as a horse trailer now <laughs> I that would be the day. That's my vote. There you go. That's my vote. I think that would be awesome. Nobody else is going to do it. No. And it already says Wilson on the front. Yeah, I mean, you're Wilson, halfway there. Wilson. Yeah. So, uh, did I, you like the trucking deal? Um, I, I like the local. I mean, I I was nationwide in the cow trucking, farm tagged, nationwide, nationwide with farm tags. Um, got audited, not once but twice. Uh, How'd it go? The first time, it wasn't bad at all. Um, I played 100% dumb. I mean, 
I did not like, listen, realize. I went to Big Spring. Do you guys have any idea the kind That's of schooling? That's exactly what I wanted to tell you. I was them. trying so hard. They didn't teach me anything about this. And so anyway, uh, it was a $500 fine, and I literally wanted to pay the guy $500 cash right there. And he said, no, no, no. <laughs> this isn't a bribe, buddy. you got to go through the channels. you got to send this to, you know, this goes somewhere else. So the second time, and and there wasn't no going around it, um, got a ticket for running a stop sign in Montgomery, Alabama, and they take a picture when you run the mm-hmm. red light. Yep. Well, it was my truck and trailer, so there was no denying. You know, the right. first time I was like, I it it wasn't me. Yeah, I don't remember having anything there. So that's, maybe that's so it was. So there wasn't no denying it. <laughs> it's so, you. Thumbs up. Looking at the camera. <laughs> so anyway, the second time, so I. I was a little aggravated, like, why, why are y'all picking on me? Right. And so I said, what can I do to get y'all to leave me alone? Yeah, a guy just wants to run illegal trucks. What's the big deal? Can yeah, you guys- I, I just want to pay the bare minimum on my insurance and, right. t- you know, right. tag them. And, <laughs> and, and I want to make all Listen, the money. Listen, you communists. <laughs> so I said, what can I do to, to get you to not come to my place ever again? And he said, sell your truck. <laughs> Is what he told me. So well, there is one way, but you're not gonna like. So it. anyway, I, what if I, I have did, horses in it and yeah. I'm going to ranch? I up. did like the what I bought them for is to move the wheat cattle around. Yeah, and which made the most money because I could haul ten loads and be home by noon. Yeah, and and that made a heck of a lot more money Long than sending it from California to Dublin, Texas. Yeah, or, I mean. You know, yeah. I mean, anyway, or so where the farm tags are actually intended to be used would have been the most profitable. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> for, for the farm tags was a great idea if they would have been used for what I, but anyway, so I still have three trucks and they don't get used anymore. Yeah. So the DOT audit can come and, yeah. and I could tell yeah. them to, I mean, they, you're not going to catch me running a stop sign because no, it's already they, stopped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know that they would even start if I went home. When we get home Sunday, I think I could probably start them, try to start them. Go spray And some I would stuff have to probably wrong. boost them. Yeah. So. so if somebody wanted a deal on a, on a bull wagon, you're there the you guy. Go. Yeah, there probably you go. call Brooke. She there would probably go. love to. I'll give them away. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's the way. I, I, I loved a cowboy. I mean, I grew up cowboying. I still loved a cowboy. I, I, I wrote because... Brooke likes to rope. <laughs> yeah. But if I could, I mean, we went home two different times this winter for a week at a time because we weaned calves for mm-hmm. a week in January in the panhandle of Texas. Goodness sakes. And it was cold just because I wanted to go cowboy. And that's Needed what a we, break. That's what we did. You guys, you guys use dogs a lot in that part of the world? No. And we just never, never did get into dogs. I mean, I'm. And and then I've always people would always ask me we what I mainly did was roping and doctoring. I mean mm-hmm. that was kind of a big deal. That was don't all need we a dog did. for and, that. And you don't need a dog. I mean, I mean, you know, we used to rope and doctor thirty, forty a day. You know, right. I mean, so the dog never, yeah, never did help. So anyway, and you grew up in New Mexico, is yes. that right? Carlsbad, New Mexico. When did y'all's cro- uh, how old were you when you guys met? Was I twenty eight? Or something 28 29 what yeah. was life like before the roadie wilson experience so grew up on a ranch in carlsbad 70 miles from town still in the family um old place yep yep and i went to college in new mexico at new mexico state in las cruces 
So hold on, we can just, we've established something right here, and that is that you are the smartest one in this triangle. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I just stayed <laughs> Between lighter. Big Sprays, Level and Hobbs, <laughs> yeah. and Hillsboro, yeah. you got us. Yeah, I went, I went to uh, Cruces and graduated in four years. I wasn't going to stick around. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. good for you. Yeah. What did you get your degree in? Uh, ag business. Okay. You know? And then come home and kept ranching a little bit and started working for the BLM. And then the oil companies recruited me out of there along, like, none of my family ropes or rodeoed or done anything. And so, But I always wanted to. Like, I just, like, horses wanted to be around roping, and, and so I figured out a way to get to that point. Marty Petska helped me a ton, mm-hmm. kind of taught me how to rope and, and ride a, a good horse, you know, a head horse. Um, and he, anyhow, I worked for the BLM. And then old companies recruited me out to go contract labor for them. And so I do my own environmental consulting business for old companies still. Okay. You said you're still doing through, that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I work, do work for <clears throat> Devon Energy, XTO, mm-hmm. Mewborn, and a bunch of midstream companies in southeast New Mexico. I you got bet. crews in the field right now working and doing what we do. Is she kind of a driver? Like when she calls, is it like an OBS phone call or is she pretty motivational <laughs> mm. when she gets on the phone it i just he don't even pay attention. i don't yeah just, <laughs> uh, yeah i work on my computers a computer a lot at night or early yeah. mornings and take care of stuff and then we so go is it is it more logistics than like people yes. management yep i just kind of handle everything make sure the projects are getting done right uh, i've got a document i got to turn into the blm for each project that we do it doesn't matter if it's a road going to a well pad it's got to be surveyed sure for karst or botany or wildlife or archaeology i lived with uh jimmy and cheryl there in hobbs i went to school and yep. they were constantly fighting they, with yep, the oil exactly. companies all the so, time with stuff like yep, that you know exactly what it's about so how did this how did this happen uh i had a friend ask me if i'd go show his head horse in level in at well it was the clovis horse sale at the yep. time and so i went over there showed showed the horse and went home and then Rody messaged me on facebook and asked if i wanted to rope with him somewhere nice <laughs> yeah. yeah hey uh just wondering yeah. just if you're gonna be around i was like well, what's your number they don't really <laughs> add up but yeah we can rope <laughs> that is my, modern romance right there <laughs> what is your number through yeah. a, like a social media dm right there yeah. that is it's the, it's, the, it's the times we live in yep, so exactly but i think you had you she knew my sister. Yes. Yep. And but from the ropings. Yeah. yeah. But yep. at the time, I I was I there. I went a long time and I didn't rope. I mean, right. Like I I was a nine at one time and I just it. I didn't work at it. I didn't rope it. I mean, well, I, I, I just, once you get to a certain point, you either have to decide, am I going to keep working at it? Yeah. Because it atrophies. Like it goes fast and. That's what, like, to me, that's one of the most disappointing things about training horses is watching your rope and just kind of slowly not stay as sharp. I mean, it kind of levels off maybe a little bit, but, um, you know, as a nine, it's not like you're just going to go enter a jackpot and feel like you're going to go stomp all the other nines. And and honestly, I mean, I I love doing what I I was doing, and and I like to ranch rodeo and and stuff like that, and that was more fun to me. And, and, I mean, like I said, I, I... roping and doctoring wheat pasture cattle and had lots of horse. I mean, I've always kept a lot of horses. I mean, I've always had 20 to 30 head of horses. Now we have probably 65. Uh-huh. 
And oh, I got to know more about that because everybody's going to, I assume every, the question you guys get all the time is how do you find them? Because you keep showing up with good ones. They all have a, like a similar look. They all seem to work and they're pretty. And I feel like that you guys are looking for the exact same horse that everybody's looking for. You guys keep finding them. Um, it, we, we buy a few at, at the sales, but it gets to where we get a lot of people reach out to us. Um, but we we try to buy them like like Brooks said we we try to stick to the the ranch horses. I mean we we the like best. the the Tongue River ranch horse. You know I mean coming from good cowboys. Yeah, like like, like, yeah. like we've it had some of these good. I mean there, there's there's very very few of these cowboys that that call us and we're. I mean they just know when. The, I mean we had a guy reach out the other day. I mean we bought three horses from him. And, and he just called us. He said, hey, I've got a horse, that, and he's ready. Well, and that's good for that guy, too, because you're, that's an incentive. He Absolutely. knows he's going to do a good job because yeah. he's got a place to go with them. And he knows. And, and like I said, I just – anymore, I just – they know if, if they're what they say they are, I'm, I'm all in. And, and as everybody knows, they cost something. Yeah, and, right. And for what they cost, I just tell them, hey, no hard feelings, but if they're not what you say they are – I'm I'm bringing them back. I yeah, mean, you know, for what they cost today, right. I'm bringing them back. We'll buy a few at the sales. Um, we've trying to stick pretty close to the Riata buckle, just because, like last year, I mean, Brooke was the highest money earner at the Riata buckle, win sixty thousand. Good job, Brooke. And anyway, between the two of us, she might have won more because between the yeah, two of us, we won a hundred and eleven thousand. I'm gonna tell you right now, the world has learned you do not mess with a pregnant lady when they with a rope <laughs> yeah, in their hand. Like, you you, how much money has been won by people who are like just doing the deal, <laughs> cutting their saddle horns off the finals? <laughs> like, right. it's been it's been a real come up for pregnant ladies in the last year. Yeah, yeah. people kind of want that's out, right? Like, yeah, I didn't just yeah. okay, yeah, all right. you're good. Yeah, we're we're six months now, so yeah. congratulations. People, so people want to poke fun at me, and I just tell them it all goes the same same bank account (laughs) all the same so this time last year you how'd you you were down i was what happened there so we were actually um roping and doctoring wheat cattle and i had a horse fall with me and broke my leg where at um in earth texas or sorry like where on your leg oh broke my ankle okay and so anyway i was down for six months no time. kidding. Yep. He had to go back and put a cast yeah, on they, after he was already released. Did yeah. he start doing dumb stuff too early? No, no he, I did exactly was, because my, I was pushing him like, come on. Yeah, my <laughs> dad. My dad was one of those. He he broke his leg tripping steers, and so anyway, he. I watched him go back and and do stuff too early. So you're like, no, uh-uh. I I mean, I did exactly. I was a little and bit. Brooke was like, <laughs> it ain't such a hurting. Baby. <laughs> get back to you know. So so anyway, I went to the doctor and he's like, oh yeah, I get back to doing it. And I started roping, and of course I would limp, you know, and this and that. And which kind of looks cooler if you're a horse trainer. <laughs> so adds to the, adds to the appeal. So anyway, went back to the doctor and and they X-rayed it, and and I think he even told me it was fine. And basically was like, okay, you're ready to go, and, and asked me some questions, and I told him that maybe told him what it I wasn't thought. Fine, really. So he went back and started looking at it again, and and went and then put a cast on it. So you didn't pass your vet check. Yeah, the I didn't. Didn't pass <laughs> the flex test. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, put a cast on it. So I spent all winter, the rest of the winter out here, 
in a cast and it was completely miserable. So, so, but this time last year, so you're down, all of it's on you. You guys had a horse that topped the sale last year. Is that, so the last two years they've sold a horse for over 200,000. It was 252 years ago. You guys are 200. Did you have an idea going into the sale that it was going to be that? No, I, I didn't know how good it would be. I knew it was going to be good. I knew we had quite a bit of interest. Um, you never really know what the end number is going to be. Yeah. But but you know that it's going to be okay. Right. You know? Right. You know it's going to do good just yeah. to what degree. Yep. And it just depends on how bad everybody else wants them. And well, there was, I mean, even from the outside looking, and there was a lot of buzz around that horse. People were talking right. about him. He's big and pretty. He's got yep. the right color. I mean, yep. you, you kind of had an idea. You know, you look through the catalog, and you're like, that one's supposed to do pretty good. I right. want to make sure I see yeah, that one. He was for sure one of the ones they anticipated yep. doing good. Yep. And he was, he was phenomenal, and I won a ton on him, and... He, he just was very good for me. What was the number? You're sitting there in the sale ring. You know it's going to go pretty good. What's the number, Steve says, that you go, you're kidding me? Like, when? <laughs> at what point are you like, no freaking way? Um, probably about 175, somewhere in there. Because we had sold some for 120, 150 before that. Um, Did you think he was going to do better than those horses? I or? was hoping so because he was my number one. You right. Know? Yeah on paper he should he yeah should be better. yeah if any of them are worth that exactly. that's what's that's, yeah. that's him right. and he deserved it you know yep. for, for me i take him and win on him you know from the first day i rode him i i took him to a jackpot the very the, the first the jackpot that, he ever been to really bro yep. where'd that horse come from uh he come from casey mccleskey brought him to me and he was selling him for his cousin clint do you remember how he's bred? He was a son of Sport and Highbrow. So he wasn't supposed to be that big. No, no. Because that horse was how tall? I mean, he was. He's fifteen two and weighed fourteen sixty. That's that's just like I don't think maybe maybe the average person wouldn't understand how big a horse has no, to be to weigh that. That's crazy. Yeah, big. I, I get a lot of people like like I have a done horse and I left him at home. He hadn't even been out here this year at all. Um, when we come out here last year. I weighed both of my heel horses. One weighed fifteen twenty-five, and the other one weighed fourteen ninety. What? And they are quarter horses. I'm <laughs> and you're I'm, healing on a fifteen hundred pound horse. And like I took him to Vegas, I didn't get to rope. My doctor, when I broke my leg, my doctor said you can rope at Vegas. You're released. So we hauled my horse out there. He was entered. I was entered two days before. I walked down there. I get on my horse. I was like, I can't do it. So who you have? Who are you Jesse entered Jolly. with? Jolly. I was entered. Was I? With Kayla. I was in her with Kayla Anderson, and yeah. I think you had already got a run. Yeah. Anyway, so I was in her with Kayla, and Jesse Jolly ended up roping with her. So, but yeah, there, I mean, Jalen Eldridge entered. I mean, he roped in all the slides. Can we just start calling him Rody Jr.? Like, would that be fair? Can we just, can this, can this be the moment where Jalen is here for us? So, Jalen, he entered a lot of the slides on him out here last year. I mean, like, you think of a 1,500 pound. Heel horse, you think, oh, some half perching looking. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, this horse, I mean, he, not, not a horse he, that he's, a tan can take and go be competitive. Yeah, on. I mean, yeah, not a horse. I mean, you have to do the splits what, to sit on him. That's what Jalen, I mean, like, that's what he wanted to ride. I mean, he's, he's about as he's, cool a he's horse. He's mad that we didn't bring you yeah, out he, here for he, him to ride all winter, too. So, anyway, just what you want to do is take a hired guy and turn him loose on a great one to go jackpot and get zero work out of him the whole <laughs> yeah. time. It's probably a smart move. <laughs> so, Anyway, that's so that horse yeah. is. I mean, that's a that's a monster. That, so that a big how how well how old was he when you got him? He was 
six when we got him. Six or seven. And did you know just instantly, like, yep. this was... She, like I said, took him to the first jackpot. Was, was high, high team back. And and then we took him to the Bob Feist. Yep. And the... What was that? Is that the all-girl all at the Bob Feist or no, the, the, the number? The, the Bob nub. Feist. Yeah, Kelton Hill rode him at the Open. Yeah. Oh, really? And yep. who was Kelton roping with? Casey, Casey McCleskey got the barrier to be fifth the oh, first geez. year with the Lazy E. Yeah, right. And got the barrier to be. Do you have videos of that? Mm-hmm. When we get done, I want to see what that yeah. looks like there. So then Brooke rode him the next day, placed in the in 12. The 11. 11. Yep. So then. When the finals was at in Texas, yep, Clay Smith takes him as a backup horse. Oh, really? To ride him at Arlington as a backup horse. So that horse has has went from yeah to all the way right, to here and right. everywhere in between. Yeah. And anyway, I don't want to say any names, but at the just at the say time, names. Be cool. No, <laughs> come on. At the time, he's smiling. He so, wants to. No, I'm not going. I don't to. even know what he's getting. <laughs> so at the time. <laughs> the kid that was working for us was always putting these horses out. Oh, you know, I know what you're getting at. And, and people were like, you know, he was pushing these horses. And, and some of the pro guys were like, oh, I don't want World Series horses. So Kelton shows up on South Point at at the Lazy E. Yeah. And, and like I said, breaks the barrier to be fifth high team back. And anyway, on the way home, Kelton has to drive home to go brand for a week. And this guy texted him and said, hey, what's the – what was the chestnut horse? And and I wish I would have been there. He Just texted, World Series horse. That's exactly what he said. And I wish I would have been there. So. Well, I had. And no, I mean, no disrespect. I don't mean it disrespectful at all. I think people get to read in their own press. I really do. Because the gray horse, that's old lightning, wins horse of the year eight months after he buys him. That is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me with horses. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but... There was a guy that tried that horse. I won't say names either. We'll talk about this after we stop recording. But... <laughs> Um, that horse was big, scored, mm-hmm. scored like nothing I've still to this day ever rode. Like it was almost like he would forget to play every time. And when you push wow. go, there was a yeah. button. I mean, and just every time, and, and it, part of that was cause he, he's not a very smart horse, but the problem was he'd run a coil back, start widening and go fast. Well, you can, as you can see, it went great, but I had a guy that rodeos for a living, try him and, and. I don't, it wasn't, he wasn't trying to be insulting. He was not being disrespectful or anything like that. But it was like, you know, out here in this pro deal, you know, out here in this pro rodeo deal. Yeah. And it, I just, it just set wrong with me. I'm like, dude, I've rodeo. Like, I, I kind of had, like, I know. You got an idea. I wouldn't bring you something that I, you know what I mean? But I think sometimes they just get in a habit of saying that. And you probably have to a lot. Well, true. And I, and I like, well, this horse would be hard to sell. If I buy him and I don't get along with him, he's not going to be a horse I could sell to an old man. So it's right. not going to be, I, I get it. But man, it's cool when they do go on and do well. There's like, I try to avoid being the guy who's like, ha ha. But it yeah. is nice when they do go well. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. so that I didn't realize that horse. That's a, that's a pretty extensive career. Oh, is it I, without, without, I mean, no disrespect. It's public record. Everybody knows the, you know, Shane Ohada bought him last year and hasn't rode him a whole lot, which is fine. I, I mean, that's, that's how it goes, right? You sell yep. horses, they go places, there they are. Yep. Is there is there a part of you that feels like, man, that horse, it would have been cool to see that horse go on and maybe find something that's going to be a little more employed, or does that just not matter? That, I mean, it. that's that's the part of when you sell them, you, you have no control of, I mean, right. that's just. You just turn them loose and yeah, off they go. Uh, you know, that's just. That's, as long as I get to see them and they're yeah. fat and look good. Yeah, yeah. And, right. And, you know, or being well taken care of, that's about all you can ask for. That's my favorite color horse is fat. I yeah, like, exactly. like that. I like them to have a little that's extra weight. That's the way we are. 
So what's Marty now? Now, granted, we're recording this now. Sale isn't until this weekend, and then when this gets posted, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, we already know the results. What is a horse like Marty going to do? Join me as I take you on a tour of our advertisers. In 2014, we launched the 1017 Project, an idea that could give value to roped-out rope and steers and protein to people in need. Since then, we have donated hundreds of thousands of pounds of hamburger to food banks, after-school programs, women's shelters. Last year, the 1017 Project gave away $699,000 worth of hamburger to the people who needed it the most. You can get involved by going to the 1017project.com. If you're going to attend an event in Arizona, check out ropingcalendar.com. It is the most comprehensive list of everything that's going on in Arizona. You can search by a date, arena. You can even search by jackpot number. You can look for only the jackpot numbers that you're looking for at ropingcalendar.com. It's available in Google, iTunes, anywhere that you get your electronic apps. It's there. Check it out, ropingcalendar.com. So before the break, I asked, we, you know, Marty, with the career that that horse has had, he's been everywhere, everybody knows what he is. He's somewhere in the range of 17 years old now. Uh, I, I don't know. Is, are they saying that he's at the end of his career? Or are they saying that he is like in the prime? I, I do you know. Do you know what they're saying? Like what's? I think they're saying that he still has a lot left for somebody to go enjoy. You know, a lower numbered person. Like a World Series kind of horse. Yep. His his sister in law is twelve. They've got videos. I seen of that. Her and look good. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Horse sport. Yep. She's, she's pretty she's a fireball so she doesn't mind the challenge you yeah know? and i don't know that if he's hard to ride or anything like that doesn't look hard with her yeah so what you guys are in the business you guys have been around and that's been the question it i've never i don't remember a horse having this much buzz with such a wide range of possibilities you got people saying he's going to do this he's going to do that and there's a lot of space like right some of these horses they go okay he's going to sell for a lot but how much right marty's I, i'm Personally, I'm going to go tie mine up, and I'm going to come back and watch because I'm just curious what a horse like that's going to do. What do you think he's going to do? Right. I, I don't know. Rumor, rumor on the street, 500000 I, I I don't know. I mean, I'd be afraid to say. I, I don't – It that would be hard for me to believe. Here's what, Okay, here's what I'm saying. I – I love this. This is why I want to see it because you say 500,000. I'll be watching. And I've got other people that are, you know, like, well, I don't know, but well, is, you know, like that they're maybe the concerned or like, you know, a rodeo horse that's great and things like that. There is a wide, there oh. might be a, there might be a $450,000 depth of possibility right. of what a horse There'll like that could do. There'll probably never be another horse with that type of range sell again. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, everybody else, you kind of got an idea. That, or there might be a waiting list of the, yeah. <laughs> from the, the 16th to the 40th in the world next year. Yeah. To sell their horses, yeah. you know, at Rancho yeah. Rio next year. Yeah, I'm going to retire my horse. Exactly. Yeah. You think I can? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I was bummed. I was, I was really hoping to sell after that horse specifically because I think there will be people, because they don't know, mm-hmm. hold on to money going, well, I don't know. I would spend this, but, you know, it goes for that. And so I think a guy would have – what number are you guys? Six and 26. So both of you alls will sell before that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he – because I'm – they put him later because what I'd love is somebody's like, well, dang, I didn't get Marty. You know what right. else is there? But yeah. So what, uh, like from here, I mean, you guys are kind of at the peak right now. Is it? Does this? Does the sale thing keep getting bigger? I think we just keep keep going and doing. Um, I think the Riata deal is going to ch- kind of change what we do a little bit. Uh, does that? Okay, so let me ask you this: because the Riata being all timed. Does that change the kind of horses you guys are making or no difference? No different. 
because people like me, I can enter the 14 because they've put out the new format. They're going to have 14, a 12, and a 10. I can enter all three ropings. Perfect. I can ride three horses in each roping as long as one of them is five and under, which right. is obviously very easy for us. So I can enter three times. So people like me need those horses. Right. And, and so you're a good customer base in that exactly. regard, even though you yeah. guys are selling horses, exactly. you're the kind of people if, that if, if, if I was, the shoe was on the other foot, I'm the one out there looking for those kind of horses. And so here we are, we take these young horses that are Riata eligible, use them, get them going really good. And then we can sell them, you know, a, as we go. What's the, what's the, is there a specific bloodline within the Riata that you guys try to target? Or is it just anything that you like that also falls under the category? I got to be big enough for what we need, but. Yeah, I don't know. We, I like the Betty's of Cats a lot. Brooke likes the Pepsids. Love the Pepsids. Which are off of the Tongue River Ranch. Yep. Um, anyway, the Betty's of Cats are from the Four Sixes Ranch. Um, anyway. Is there a bloodline you stay away from? Are you allowed to talk about that? Like, not, not to run one down, just that it's not a good fit. Like, like for me, I like horses that have got run. Like, I love having some run bread in a, right. in a head horse. I, I like how they score. Like I just, and that's just for me. I'm not saying that everybody. I'm right. just saying like for me, um, it's hard for me to to and like the black. He's he made the finals at the Futurity in the cutting, so he's all cow. So I mean, there's a range there. But is there a, a bloodline that you guys try to stay away from? I don't know if it's a bloodline, but more of a type. And it's the Rainers. They don't work for us, and they work for a lot of people. Yeah. But and I think if we got them before they had a lot of rain and training on yeah. them, it would be one thing. But we're not going to go buy a yearling that's raining bread sure. more than likely. If we're going to go buy a yearling, we're going to go buy one from the Tongue River or, you know, somebody like that. Right. That's, that's more right. of our alley, right? Yes. And one of the things, it's not necessarily the bloodline, but another thing that we try to steer clear of is the 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 rainers, the cow. I mean, uh, everybody wants the cow horse. And I don't know if it's because they've had so much riding the cutting i don't we don't really like their i know i don't like the cutting the raining the cow horse i don't i want to do it all myself mm -hmm. or, or or we want to do it you, you know? or your guys yes i mean i'm not saying i do every bit of it i mean we yes we have a couple of guys that help i mean i'm not saying we do every bit of it but i i mean the feel i, I want a horse to have a certain feel yeah and and some of those horses whenever they go through the raining or or not necessarily the raining. I shouldn't say all raining, but the cow horse, or even the cutting, uh, they they take the feel out of them. You know that they're they they're numb. They, they, they get numb. Yeah. They get a little hard mouth. They get a little numb sided. If they've cut on them too long, uh, it's it's kind of hard to heal on one that they've cut on. Because they're getting yeah. The they, they every time they if one bellers or balls, you know, they want to cow down at them, and, yeah. and that gets a little hard to ride. So. Uh, well, the rain, uh, the the few finished rainers I've gotten on, it seems like you're always fighting with them wanting to be over their front feet, yeah, mm -hmm. like everything's so forward. Ride. I'm I'm I, out. I literally yeah. can't ride. Them. And that's not. I mean, I know that people get along with them, and there's people yeah, that's absolutely. a great fit for me. If they're not kind of up a little bit in the front, elevated, we like yeah. them elevated. Yeah, yeah. On and I, button. I mean, I'm giving all my trade secrets away. It's probably not even a secret because probably everybody's looking for the same <laughs> thing. But man, it is hard for me. 
if a horse's shoulders are lower than their hips. Yeah, like, wow. you're just, just you're work. always you're always kind of fighting against their conformation. Yep. Those guys it that feels can dangerous to me. Figure yeah. that, yeah. that it does. It. it does. It feels like you're like gonna do. You know yeah. those like those those uh, golf carts that have the roll cages. You stomp on the brakes <laughs> yeah. and they roll and keep going. That's exactly how it feels. Yep. Exactly. Those guys that have it figured out that when their head goes, you know they that that can rope on them. You know it looks cool, but yeah. I'm just like. You know, they, they sit down and throw, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm out. I mean, yeah. the, the cow horse stuff. And, if and they're hard for me to ride, they're going to be hard for our people sure. to buy our horses yep. to yeah, ride. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we aim, you know, for any, because you never know. We may get somebody that, a novice, a super novice guy that, that doesn't ride very well, you know, that or might not can ride at all, uh, come try our horses. And so we try to make them where anybody can ride them. Yeah. So we, we like to say that we don't train them, that they're broke, and they're going to do what you tell them to do. Sure. Right. Well, that should be that should be the guarantee, is that we will yep. give you something that will do what you tell them to yep. do. Absolutely. I cannot here, train you. Yep. I can just train the horse, and then it's up to you. And that's, yep. to me, I mean, that's kind of the basis of what capitalism was supposed to be, is like, right. hey, the people that work at it get the most out of it. Yep. You know, that's, that's how life is supposed to, in so many ways, work. So that's where you find horses. Where do you find buyers? Because I know that that's one of the things people have said about sales is like, if you can bring buyers to the sale, you're Absolutely. gonna have a lot more success. Where do you, are you, are you guys ever recruiting? Or how would you even go about that? I mean, what's, what's the relationship like between you guys and the buyers? I think a lot of it you're is- You're like, I'm not telling you crap. That's how <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just trying to think because- I, Honestly, Because I, I thought, I, I, I'll just say like the first year we came to Rancho, I thought, oh, Rancho Rio's the best sale, team roping sale. So I brought two horses that I had basically bought as as colts, and they were probably six or seven years old at the time. Maybe a little older. Maybe older. I mean, had them their whole life. I mean, as broke as you could get one, had one top horse on them four or five times a piece. I mean, great horses. Yeah. And didn't get neither one of them sold. And I'm like, and we weren't asking. No, didn't. I mean, an enormous amount of yeah, money. Yeah, we were like just 25, like twenty-five or thirty thousand for them. Well, thank you guys. You've now just ruined the rest of what I had left of mental health. <laughs> so anyway, I just it. I mean, there is more to it, but that was also five years ago. Yeah, and I had you know, figured that, out the social. Media. Yeah, the social yeah, media. That right. We didn't have the. You know, the pictures. And, the God, I feel like videos. such a twelve-year-old little girl constantly posting. But if I don't, yeah, you know, I mean, that's kind of like I want to post as much as I can because well, if it's one good video, there. you don't want somebody like, well, maybe that was just one good around the practice right. pen. Like I, I want, yeah. But man, it's hard. I feel like I just publish stuff all the flipping time. Like it's right. it's embarrassing. Nobody wants to be the guy that's just like Overdone living it. on social media. No, but for sure. but to your point, line. you got to be able to see it. Yeah. I mean. So is that where you guys feel like you get the most back is social media? Yeah, I I feel like our videos for what we do is is unique um, because we put a lot of views on them outside. It's not just all team rope runs for us. Right. Um, Plus, that's fun to watch, too. Yeah. Even if you're not going to buy a horse, those are still cool videos. I've seen, like, the rope and the wheat pasture videos and stuff like that. It's it's neat. It's fun to watch. It's entertaining, almost. Yeah. And then you're in someone's algorithm. So, like, like, they're already watching all your videos, and then you have one that comes along that they want to buy. That matches what they need. Yeah. 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 Just just like this morning, um, Cactus come out, and and I'm diehard Cactus, Cactus Saddler, Cactus That's okay. I mean, that's all right. So, (laughs) anyway, they come out and... (laughs) And videoed, and so anyway, we we do a lot of stuff with cactus, and yeah. Who's their Who's their rep out here that does that? That comes uh, out. Chelsea with, come out today. Yep. And, and so and videoed a little bit. 
and so like with you guys getting notoriety then you get it's like anything the better something goes the better it goes right like you start doing well and then you have people that are like attaching themselves to that so so they advertise a little bit you know for us as well yeah share stuff so it just gets out there gets on their page and okay what about this because here and maybe maybe it was a mistake i guess we'll see i don't know i didn't want just everybody coming and try I, I, listen if you want to come try the horse come try them like the young horses anybody come try them and i have people try them before bj sale hershberger sale the black horse has been everywhere he's got a good resume he is what he is and he has been that way for a long time yep. and i i knew people that had called about like hey i'd like to come ride your horse and i know for a fact I hope this doesn't ruffle feathers. I know that it could, that they don't have the kind of money that I'm going to sell the horse for. And if he doesn't bring that, I'm not going to sell him. Right. right. And it's I, choice. so, right. So my concern was that they would come try him, not be able to afford him and then go, well, you know, here's the thing about that horse. He's not really a good fit. Well, they, in essence, they are running your horse down, not Absolutely. because anything that your horse did wrong, because they just wanted a free pony ride. Right. And that, so, so I said, okay, fine. You come trying for 500. That way, at least I'm getting something Absolutely. out of the deal. Because if, and if you buy the horse, you get your 500 back. You bet. Well, what I'm, what I, what I'm hoping is that's a stamp of like confidence. Of like, I know how good this horse is. Right. I don't need 10,000 people coming to try him, you know, for, for no, no intention to buy him. Um, but the second thing is you get your money back. If you, mm-hmm. if you could afford to pay what I hope that that horse brings, it's a $500 deposit that you get back. Yeah. So how do you, like with what you guys do with all the sales, all the stuff you've got, I know you want people to come try them. How do you deal with that when you, it doesn't feel like they're, you know, the, the word is tire kickers, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the word everybody uses, but when you know, somebody has tried your horses and not bought them, tried your horse, not like you start to get this sense of like, okay. Yeah. What, what are, are we you doing? I think I think my face says it. When, <laughs> yeah. when we're back to Rody in college. Like, don't fight Rody yeah, and think, don't. <laughs> I think whenever they come up, and I think my face says it. <laughs> and then Brooke has to tell me, "Hey," and I'm like, "Brooke, they've they have literally been calling us for." Rody's kind of got Shrek energy a little bit, <laughs> right? Yeah, they've been like, calling don't us just... for. They're they're not going to buy a horse, right? You know, and and you know, anyway, and. I hold nothing against someone that's broke. Nothing. I get it. I, I mean, I can't We're tell you the there. days yeah. that I ate crackers at the buffet because I couldn't afford it. Like to you yeah, when I was in college, I get it. And I also understand wanting to make friends with people and kind of wanting to be in, right. you know, and, and, and kind of the, like the disconnect of like, man, I really honestly would just like to come hang out. And like, I think if those, my, maybe my encouragement would be if that guy called you and said like, Hey, I, I know I'm not gonna be able to buy one of your horses, but can I come work shoes for you? My guess is you'd be like, you know what? Like, go get on that one. Like, Absolutely. go grab that one. Or come. Yeah. Like, you bet. I think there's a way that people who are tire kickers could transition out of that into somebody that's like, I just like being around it. You yeah. know, like, I, I think there is a place for them if there's a little bit of honesty. Exactly. What bugs me is when they're, they're obviously buffaloing you and you know it. It almost feels like, like they're insulting your intelligence a little bit because you're like, dude, I'm not against you. Like, I get it. Right. But don't right. just keep doing this, you yeah. know, over and over again. Or people run your horse down hoping that you'll think less of them and then sell them cheaper. So that's the thing. That's what's so frustrating is that to come try them and, like, if you fall for it and you let some guy try your horse and then he can't afford it, what's he going to say? Well, I went and tried him, but I can't afford him. No. no he's not going to say that. Not. He's yeah. going to be like, well, that, you know, that's not my style of horse. Now he's trashing your horse, yep. and it has nothing to do with your horse. It has yep. everything to do with the fact that it's just, you know, where you find yourself in life. And I I don't know. So have you ever had, have you ever had that conversation of, like, you cannot come try a horse ever again? <laughs> I don't, mm. I don't remember 
having that. We've got a few people that call all the time and tell us that they're going to go buy one. <laughs> they're sitting and, home and bored. And they're like, they, I'm going to call their else. Yeah. Yeah. And they, we've even had people <clears throat> one time told us he was going to buy a horse, went to the sale and then was telling everybody at the sale that our horse had an avicular. Yeah. Yeah, we'd had that happen. And That's exactly what I mean. He can't just say, yeah. I don't have the money to buy him, which is not a bad confession. Like, there's so many people that can't afford it. I get it. Yep. But you to not be able to say that and instead be like, well, I think the horse is and, crippled. And then, Dude. So a, I think a, he was hoping he would get him bought cheaper. Cheaper. Yeah, he was telling, like, some other people. Oh. It was to the other people that were standing there looking, and then they were like, hey, this guy over here said he had an avigular. And, and a really good friend of ours bought him. And then has bought four more since then and still has that one. The horse <laughs> and he's still not crippled. The horse, yeah, did not have navicular. And, and it was a sale that we had to have x-rays. X-rays, yeah. Approved well, by the sales veterinarian to even get them in the sale. To be uh, and that's, I mean, that's a hard one. And I, like, <laughs> yeah. without saying names, it's not, like, I'm not, I certainly don't feel ugly about what I'm about to say. But I know that vets are frustrating enough because you go in there and they're not going to be like, yeah, he's sound. I don't think I've ever had a horse vet checked where the vet goes, yeah, he's sound. They're like, well, you know, listen, here's the deal. He, He's probably okay, but boy, I, you know, there's this one little, I sure feel, well, they're just selling you x-rays, right? Yeah. So I know that vets are historically famous for selling x-rays to horses that probably really didn't need them just to try to get more. I, I That frustrates me to no end. Right. But for a guy that's like, yeah, your horse is crippled. What What yeah. do you do? Did you, did you say anything to him? No, we just kind of let it. It was harder on me than Rody because that <clears throat> yeah. stressed me out. But I mean, Rody takes it a lot better than I do. <laughs> well, yeah. if that's the case, then that guy eliminates himself in the long run. Right? Yeah. He he bought a horse that I think. Anyway, he bought the and then he come over there and, and asked us to haul the horse home. Of course, I was like, <laughs> sure, and, and charge the heck out of him, you know. <laughs> and so anyway, and but you're just like, why? Why does? Why do people? I mean, you you kind of find out who your friends are in this yeah. especially i mean you well, sell a whole nother conversation oh yeah you sell <laughs> sell one for a hundred thousand you know or whatever you 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 find out who your friends are it's weird to me that i have to be vague here because I, I this is not targeted it is kind of targeted but it's kind of not i don't understand the thought process of not being happy for someone when things go well and it's so common yeah. it is so crazy or or people are happy for you to a certain degree but then if you do better than that or mm -hmm. like if you pass them that they're like no you get back down here with us and like i'm so disgusted by that i think right. that is just the grossest way to think like at, like jason warner i don't know if you guys know jason but jason was in here and he said man with my friends when it involves my friends i want to lose i look for ways to lose i look for ways to give yeah. you know i, I want to be on the losing end of a trade with my friends in the long run because that's the kind of like deep relationships the personal relationships right. is not when you're always trying to beat your friends or keep them below you or whatever and so um like with the notoriety you guys are getting i'll bet you guys have experienced that on a Oh yeah, it's and it's always somebody that's on the other side of the fence. I always say that that's somebody that's that's wanting to to talk crap. It's always somebody that's on the other side of the fence. Yeah, you know that's that's not doing what you're doing. It, you know, it's it's somebody that's that's over there pointing. You know, I heard a guy say one time there was a horse had sold for 
a hundred thousand for what all I remember might've been one of y'all's. I don't remember, but somebody's like a hundred thousand. I'd sold you this one for 20. And the guy goes, I'd rather have that one for a hundred than five of those at 20. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, that's not yeah, how the math yeah. works. The math does not work as well. That was worth a hundred. So this one must be worth like, right. and, and oh, man, yeah. people that's, that's a hanging point. People don't understand. Like there, there's no correlation there. Right. Like just because that horse is good. Doesn't mean your horse is kind of good. Sometimes yeah. that horse is awesome. Your horse sucks. That horse is better at a hundred thousand. Right. Your horse is dog. I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, if, if, even if it's people that I just kind of have an idea who they are, I, I, I'm the first one. They ran out of the ring. I'm the first one. Hey, good job. Yeah, I mean, I, you bet. I, it takes a lot of hard work. Absolutely. And, and I know how much work. Every fits every person. That's the biggest deal. And so we, everybody's in this after the same thing, just different. Yeah. Well, and if somebody right in front of you sells a horse for 100000 and somebody right behind you sells a horse for 100000 the takeaway from that is there are good buyers at these sales and you the bet. business is growing. Yeah, exactly. And rather than being short-sighted and saying, well, I wanted more for mine today, I, I think the better game would be, hey, in the long run, yeah. I'm a boat at the dock, and as the water gets higher, we're all going with you it. Bet. You know, I mean, we're all going to be a part of it. That, the McKibbins have helped us as far as advice I, I, on how to market and media and get I mean, better sell pictures. I've told somebody the other day, I mean, I've, I've said it before, so when we come out here the first year i brought those two of my good horses and anyway we we didn't get neither one of them sold we're at home i mean i we're i mean you were with me we yep. were bouncing across the wheat field in an old 90 something dodge flatbed you know just <laughs> sour oh yeah <laughs> kind I mean, of bummed. yeah just Feeling like hurt. good gosh i mean here i thought we were fixing to have right sell our two horses for 25 a piece and and get 20 you know yep. so i thought we were fixing to have 40,000 right and and i think Saren Mozon sold sold one for 75 you know and 100 <laughs> and i You're was trying happy. to act happy first <laughs> good first, job guys first thing i did we i mean <clears throat> call Sarah and i'm like hey good job what what do we need to do yeah what, I right mean, you know how do we get better I, what do right. we need to do to get better and sarah mckibben said better pictures here's my lady you know who who else would do that yeah nobody else would do that i mean a lot of people would say oh you're doing good yeah screw you know, those like, buyers y'all yeah. were fine don't yeah, worry about no, it. it it was just a bad sale yeah you know yeah. sarah mckibben said no here's Here's here's, what you here's need my know. lady. I love that honesty though because there's hope in it. Absolutely. Because if they just said there's nothing, then you're like, well, shoot, I don't know what to do. When they can like speak honesty, that goes, hey, this is what you could do better. Like, man, that's hopeful. Oh, okay, for, all right. It's well, then changed everything we did. It do. has. I mean, I mean, and and I and I tell them all the time, thank you for for what y'all y'all helped us. Yeah. Greatly. I did mean, they mention uh, German shepherds? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that coming? They is call that, them something is that else. the next phase? Or they call them some some kind they, of Texas Chihuahua or something. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's. But, I mean, I, I think, and I don't know either one of them. I've, to, I've talked to Mozon about coming on. We just haven't got it done yet. But um, it does feel like that they're that the sales went through this period where like the dogs and the tarps and laying down it was cool and like you're there and there's excitement and horses are doing cool things and yeah. it yeah. does it to me it does feel like that it's kind of water leveled off a little yes. bit it's come back Everybody. a little bit more to substance um and so that man it was fun to watch though like in the height of that oh yeah right. mozon will show up and he's got dogs on his seat and like they're selling oh, yeah. horses for gajillions yeah. of dollars oh, yeah. and, and i think especially at rancho rio that that kind of fell off yeah here Mainly because Rancho Rio's rope rope horse deal, but but yeah, I mean he 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 put that on the map. I mean yeah, I mean he he was the first one to to do all the the cool stuff with all that. So so I'm gonna ask Steve the same question. 
And so I want to ask you guys, I know you guys have been here for a while. We could be done. But when a horse sells for 500000 at the Cowgirl Cadillac sale, I live here, right? Like, this is where all my people are. This is where, you know, you always hear the conversations. There's always somebody who's determined, like, that is the cartels. That's got to be a money laundering <laughs> scheme. Like, ah, blah, blah, blah. Like, you hear about it a lot. What, how do you explain when a horse just sells for, like, an unreasonable amount of money, whether it's that one or a different one or whatever, what do you guys see as contributing factors when one just really outpaces the expectation? Is it varying factors, or is there something that it all kind of has in common? Somebody really wanted that horse. <laughs> well, come you on, bro. Of course, that's <laughs> odd. Mean, but, I mean, was that is that 500,000 is a number. Like, I, it's, it's hard for me to wrap right. my mind around. Right. Was it that they had done a good job leading up to it? Was it that they it, had a good relationship with their buyers? Like it. Yeah. It's, right. Right. Okay. So, maybe it's that. Yeah. It's that this horse is something that is so coming, unique, it would be hard to find yep, one like and, it. And coming from... Sarah Mo's on. They, I mean, they do their deal. It's that little girl. You know, they the little girl tried the horse, loved the horse. I mean, yeah, it was the little girl wanted the. I mean, it was yeah. So it's that. I, I think that maybe that maybe that's the answer because I don't know. I, I I'm on record. I have no clue. I don't really even have an opinion. I think something sounds like that. Most of the time, we don't know either. You yeah, know, it's, it's just. I mean, if you never. I'll, really I'll, know. I'll I'll say this. I know, like all of our stuff, we. It's and, and I know their stuff is real too. I mean, sure. I, I, I see it, and, and like I said, I'm the very first one to tell them good job. But like, like I, with our stuff being rope horses, yeah, you you see where they go. You know, I mean, we see the the horse we sold last year at the Hershberger sale. Yeah, he's out. I mean, here. we see him. He was here yesterday. He was here yesterday. Who bought him? Uh, the kid. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. What's Sorry, going. I put y'all on yeah, spot. No, he roped with Spencer Mitchell yesterday. Yep. Gotcha. But it's, like but it's still doing 14, good. Oh yeah. Years old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's and that's. I mean, that's the goal. I I at a selfish level, I want to get to a place where I know for a fact that this horse is going to do. I mean, I mean, to some degree, I feel like I'm okay at it. But like, how do I make sure that the right guy gets the right horse right. so that. You know, a year from now, two years from now. I'll show you guys a picture when we get done. The, the couple that bought my horse at Hershberger's Friday, she sends me a picture and just raving. We love him. He's better than <laughs> oh, you yeah. said. And it's a picture of this dude. He is hugging and kissing this horse. And I'm like, that, that, that that's, that's what I want like to do. I said, that's, that's why in, in all of our advertising, like I said, we like, please come try them. Right. But like I said, and then you get the people that just buy them. And they then they call. call you and they're like, well, y'all... You know, we've we've asked around and, and y'all have a good reputation. Yeah. So, you know? well, and that helps you, too, because if somebody wants to get dumb and go, well, I think that, you know, they got drunk and bought a horse, say yeah. that if you guys have a good reputation and you've put, you know, put years into doing this, someone is way less likely to come back and go, well, the Wilson screwed me. Like, right. They don't do that. They haven't done that. There's been no history of that. So probably it's you. Right. I mean, you got some reputation working for you. Right. In the momentum. But, but the way I think is if they bought the wrong horse then that's how you get a bad reputation you know yeah but so i i wish they would call i mean i mean we we've we sell not a a lot but we we sell a few and still they they still won't call i mean they don't yeah. call and we're like please call yeah, us yeah we want you we to, want do your due to know where they're yeah. going i mean that way if 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 you're buying for your 14 year old kid he may be too much or yeah. If you're buying for your your kid that's getting ready to go to college, you know, 
Yeah. He he may not be enough or he may be too much. One, one do, you guys, do you guys ever help people sell horses if they buy them and it's not a good fit? Do they ever come back to have you guys help them or is it? Very. What is like that? I said, that's why we try to advertise. I mean, <laughs> welcome them yeah. to. So, so it's a fit the first time. There right. was only one time. One time. And, and the guy told us that he was a higher number than he was. What? He lied? Well, didn't, didn't lie. Well, I guess he might have, but he told us he was a six and he was a four. There's a pretty good gap so in horsemanship, usually in horsemanship anyway, between a four and a six. He, no no he, disrespect. He called, was not mad, not one bit, and said, you know what? I, I made a mistake. It's my mistake. I, I'm not getting along with this horse. I'm a four, not a six. I'll... I said I rope like a six. I'm actually yeah. a four, but I feel <laughs> so, like I feel names. like there's so anyway, six inside the guy, here the guy brought the horse back, made it right. Everybody was 100% happy. We seen the guy at Rancho Rio a month ago riding the horse that he bought from us. Uh, Perfect. The second horse yep. Yep. loves him, and then we turn around the next week and sold the that horse to a number four, mm-hmm. and that guy loves him. Yeah, yeah. So just the rearranging, it just all worked. Right. He just didn't. The guy never bought the. He just bought him over the phone, and so anyway, that that's the only thing that we've ever had to fix, and and it wasn't really our mistake, right? So, uh, but like I said, we're we're gonna steer you in the right direction because yeah. we don't want a problem because with social media the way it is today, <laughs> it's like Yelp you, reviews. I mean, you could get. I mean, it, it could go so bad so fast. Yeah. So. Yeah. With that being said, there's also people that call and ask if we'll sell privately, you know, and very, very seldom do we. We sell about three or four, probably. Yep, a year privately. Yeah, oh, that's all really. So it's almost all sales. All sales. Yep. You bet it. I guess I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Like we sold a three-quartered brother to South Point, that a twelve-year-old boy come and bought him, and and the horse was. Just turned six. I rode him at Vegas a couple years ago. As a five-year-old? Yep. I rode him as a five-year-old in Vegas. And I, they come and ask me. They'd already bought a horse from us. They come and ask and said, do you have something that'll fit? And I said, I know. You may think I'm crazy, but this six-year-old horse. Right. That, and this was in January. So he, I mean, he just January 1st. Yeah. <laughs> he, I know this horse will work. Like, I, I know these horses well enough. Right. I know if right. it's going to work or not. And and the boy rode him and it was a little rough at first i said i promise you yeah, stick with it's it it's gonna work you're gonna get better and, and it's gonna work and, and, and we we said come back tomorrow yep and and we said not not today come back tomorrow yep and and they bought the horse got to be great friends with them they come stayed with us this, this summer come back and stayed at our place this winter and that boy went from a three to a five Heck yeah. riding yeah. that horse one yeah, yeah. Won fifty something thousand no this kidding. winter. You bet. Here, and and they they've become they're they're like family. To I us. would say so. I mean, yeah. they're like that's, they're, that's they're great friends. That's yeah. what we want to do. We, yeah. That's what we strive for. We want we want our that's horses the people, to go and be. That's the people that we and yeah. where they can go and win. And yep. If perfect scenario, that's what I want it to be every time. Right. Yep. Well, guys. Good luck this weekend. I'm excited to see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, very much. Said at, this, yeah. at the same time, I, as nervous as I am, I'm also excited to see how it all plays I out. You know, I can't sleep. I, I wish I could fast forward to Monday and have a talk with myself and go, okay, <laughs> here's how it happened. Here's what went on. Yeah. Here's what to expect. But yeah. um, maybe that's, I don't know. That's that's the exciting that's part, part of, of it. letting that, it play out. Yeah. I try to tell my, my real job. I'm like, hey, this is Rancho Rio week. Don't call me. 
give me some, <laughs> give me a time. I almost want to yeah. take vacation, which I don't get to ever take vacation yeah. with it, but that's what I want to do. It's yeah. like, leave me alone this well, week. Well, <laughs> and that was like with other stuff that I do, same thing. I was like, you guys, if you could just circle like March 12th on your calendar, yeah. I'm not going to disappear forever, but I got to. I will be back. Yeah. But. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, thanks. I got Brooke sitting in my seat. If you want to put the button, we'll shut it off.